Welcome to English 1100, Writing Foundations. Uh, my name is Dr. Reginald Watson, and I'm going to just briefly do an overview of your syllabus, which all of you should have access to on the Canvas site. I've also emailed the latest version of this course's syllabus um, about 30 minutes ago. So, what is English 1100? It's a course that is designed to help you become better writers. And I'm not going to go word for word uh, over the uh, course goals and what you should basically gain from the course. But suffice it to say, you will be expected to write four major projects, okay? Three of which are your longer papers. The fourth one is just a two-page paper, the argumentative uh, paper. So when we say project one, we're talking about the writing to reflect paper. That is going to be your very first written assignment, okay, which is due on September the 17th. Uh, project two is due the 29th of October. And what is that? That is writing to analyze meaning you need to choose a short story or maybe a novel to do a basic traditional uh, critical analysis of. And I want you to note that on, uh, on uh, the Canvas site, under the Pages section, you will find a lot of supplemental materials that will help you as you plan and start writing these papers, okay? I'm also open to reviewing rough drafts, and I'll talk more about that as the semester progresses, but uh, just keep this in mind, that throughout this session, which is totally, the, the course is totally online, you need to uh, constantly check uh, any emails that I send, or check the pages section on the Canvas site, okay? On that note, you should, for week one, start reading the assigned pages, which is listed in your course calendar. The pages that need to be read are in your Norton Field Guide, okay? And um, if you have not yet uh, been able to purchase this textbook, please email me. Please contact me, okay? So make sure that you do your readings for week one and that you access the discussion section on Canvas to at least do the first form, okay? There are eight forms, okay? So throughout the semester... You need to respond to each of those forms, okay? And at the end of the semester, once you have completed all eight forms, you will receive a 100. So in addition to the four written projects, the writing projects, you need to weekly work on the discussion forms, which can be accessed under the tab discussions on the Canvas site, okay? So, 
Project one, writing to reflect. And I have a brief uh, discussion of that under the pages section, but I will send you another audio podcast that will discuss in detail what you need to do for not just the writing to reflect paper, but all of the papers, okay? Uh, Writing to analyze. I briefly talked about how you need to choose um, a literary, a literature work, a, a literary work of, of a, like a short story or maybe a novel if you have time to read it. But you're going to do a traditional critical analysis for that project. Project three is writing to persuade. And for that paper, you may choose either one of the assigned uh, text by Wes Moore or Brian Stevenson. So you get to choose which one of those works you want to write your persuasive paper on. And again, I briefly described the project in your syllabus, but I will also uh, put supplemental instructions under the pages section that will help guide you on what a to persuade project looks like in its final form. Uh, Also, I will uh, post model English 1100 papers, papers that received A's in my course, um, you know, in semesters past. I want you to look at those models as a guide for how you should construct your own papers. Okay, so in a nutshell, the pages section on Canvas is something you need to look at periodically. For week one, beginning August 23rd, what do you need to do for this week? You need to make sure that you work on Forum 1, Discussion Post 1, okay? And you need to do the assigned readings for week one out of your Norton Field Guide, okay? And for next week, what I will do is send you Podcast 2, a second podcast, which will go into more detail about what you need to think about and how you need to organize these papers, okay? The next thing, major thing that will be graded, of course, is your uh, Project 4. The Project 4 paper is argumentative. Now, what's the difference between argumentative and persuasive? Well, the persuasive paper, as you'll see, is a little bit bigger than than the argumentative paper. For the argumentative paper, which is only two pages, what I want you to do is choose an argumentative topic and you will choose uh, one side of that argument and argue your side by bringing in at least two outside sources to help strengthen your points. And the third source will be the opposition. So the difference between persuasive and argumentative is this. A persuasive paper will focus only on one side of the issue. You don't have to bring in what the opposition is saying. Okay. Whereas for an argumentative paper, you need to present what the opposition is saying somewhere in the body of your paper without weakening your own argument, your own side of the argument, okay? Uh, 
And I'll discuss that in more detail later. The other assignments uh, will be done pretty much by the end of the semester. You need to upload uh, at least one revised project to the university writing portfolio site, which can be accessed via Canvas, okay? And once you have uploaded that uh, corrected uh, paper or project, you need to, of course, do an analytical, self-analytical letter, and there's some other things that, that are required for you to complete. But it's pretty simple. By the 13th of December, make sure that you have uploaded a corrected or revised copy of one of your projects. Now, after I have graded each of these projects, I will always return those papers to you with comments and suggestions for revisions. Also note that for all four projects, you need to do at least one draft, one rough draft, which will be turned in with the final draft on the stated due date, okay? And I'll talk about these rough drafts in more detail uh, a little bit later. But suffice it to say, your university upload is basically uploading a corrected or revised paper at the end of the semester. The final course portfolio is very, very similar. In fact, you will upload at least two, two revised papers to the same site via Canvas, okay? So basically, you're killing two birds with one stone. When you go to the university uh, site, the university uh, portfolio site, you will upload two revised projects, okay? And once you do that, that will satisfy both the course portfolio requirement and the university writing portfolio requirement, okay? Because everything is going into Portfolium, which is still brand new, uh, a new system that they adopted a little bit over a year ago. So now Portfolio uh, makes things a little bit easier. Portfolium is on your Canvas site. So I will talk in more detail about the requirements and what you need to upload in addition to the revised papers. But to save time and a lot of headache, you can satisfy the requirements of both by just uploading not one but two revised projects. And I'll talk in more detail about that later. Once you have uploaded the final course portfolio along with a cover letter by the 13th of December, and of course the university upload itself, you will get 100, okay? The final course portfolio is only worth 5%. The university upload is 
only 5%, but it's still significant when it comes down to grades. So make sure you complete those requirements by December 13th, okay? And again, what are we talking about? We're talking about at least two revised versions of your projects. So as you turn in each project or paper, I will make sure to return your papers with not just a grade, but comments, okay? And you will use those comments in your revision process, okay? So what have I talked about so far? I've talked about your writing to reflect paper. I've talked about your writing to analyze paper. I've talked about the writing to persuade paper. Those first three projects are your longer papers, okay? The writing to reflect paper out of all four projects uh, should be uh, a little bit easier than the rest uh, and should be something you enjoy doing, okay? And I'll talk about this in more detail next week, but suffice it to say, writing to reflect is going to be based on an event in your life that you learned something from. So it's more than just writing a descriptive narrative paper on your day at the beach, okay? I want you to organize this paper as you would any other paper. And what do I mean by that? You will have an introduction and a strong body in the paper that supports the points in your thesis statement, and you will have a conclusion. So in that first paper, even though the topic itself is personal, because what you'll be doing is coming up with a thesis statement that is based on two, maybe three lessons that you learn from this particular event. And again, I have uh, paper examples, model examples, posted under pages that will give you a good idea about what I'm talking about in terms of the writing to reflect paper. But in summary, that first paper is going to be probably your easier paper to write because it's based on your own personal experience. But you need to organize that paper as you would the you know, upcoming other papers. Okay? And how would you organize it? In your first paragraph, your introduction, you will uh, make comments, um, describe um, situations or events that led up to the major event in your life. In a sense, what you're going to do is kind of introduce us uh, to the major event by leading up to it. And you can do that in creative ways by being very descriptive. Play on the five senses. Um, be very descriptive in terms of uh, the reader being able to visualize, maybe even hear what you are experiencing and what you are going through. So these papers, you can really be creative with them. Okay, so in the introduction, make sure that you, you know, lead up to the major event that you learned something from. And then your thesis statement 
And I'll talk more about the thesis statement a little bit later. The thesis statement is really the most important statement in the paper because that is the statement that will organize the rest of the paper. So the last sentence in your introduction should be a one-sentence thesis. And you may use the first-person narrative. In other words, you can use I, okay? So you can say something along these lines. Uh, you know, I'm an Army veteran. Uh, I talk about my Army experiences in basic training. Okay, so in an example that I will have posted under uh, the Pages section on Canvas, uh, I have a brief example, a brief paper of what I actually went through in basic training. And I, in the introduction, I ended with a thesis statement that's based on two, maybe three lessons that I learned from that experience, okay? And once you have established a thesis statement like that, what do you do? In the body of the paper, you devote at least one paragraph to each of those lessons. And within those paragraphs, that's where you're going to bring in descriptive details and elaborate on that particular lesson and how you came to learn that particular lesson. And again, be very descriptive as you describe your experiences and those lessons learned. So what you're going to do is, for the Writing to Reflect paper, establish a strong introduction. And in that introduction, you're going to um, creatively lead up to your thesis statement. You're going to briefly describe the event, and then the last sentence will be a thesis statement that's based on lessons that you learned from that event. Then you will organize the rest of your paper based on those particular lessons. And you're going to devote a paragraph to each lesson and bring in examples and details of how you gain those lessons, okay? The conclusion, and again, this is a rule that will hold up throughout the semester. In fact, what I'm describing to you now in terms of how the first paper is organized it's pretty much how you need to organize the other projects, okay? So you're going to have a strong introduction. You're going to have a thesis statement as the last sentence in the introduction. And make sure that your paragraphs are at least five sentences or more in length. I don't like short paragraphs, okay? So don't worry if your paragraphs are looking a little long. I just don't want them too short. Once you have established your thesis statement, you'll devote a paragraph to each of the points in your thesis statement. In this case, with the writing to reflect paper, you're focused on the lessons learned, okay? And I recommend that you come up with maybe two lessons that you gain from this particular experience, okay? And then once you have established that thesis and you have developed a paragraph for each of those lessons in the body of the paper, then in your conclusion, your concluding paragraph, this is what you do. Number one, restate your original thesis statement. Very beginning of it. Number two, somewhere in that conclusion, 
you need to talk about the event that you learned something from and update us on how those lessons have impacted you in the current day. So update us on who you are, where you are as a result of that particular event in your life. So leave your reader with something to think about in the concluding paragraph. Personalize it, okay? So in addition to restating the thesis statement, just in general, update us on where you are right now and how that particular event, those lessons that you learned, have really helped shape and mold you uh, in the current day. That's what I want you to do for that first major project. And it is, again, it's called the Writing to Reflect paper. There are examples that will be posted or are posted under the pages section on Canvas. But I just wanted to give you a quick overview about that assignment because it's going to be the first one. Now, for next week, I will, of course, uh, send additional information. I might post another audio podcast. Uh, I'll, I'll send it to you via email talking about not just the writing to reflect paper, but the other projects in more detail. Okay, But if nothing else from this introduction audio, I want you to understand in general what you're doing for these papers and how you need to go about writing them, okay? How they should be organized, okay? How they should be written, what topics you might want to choose. For the writing to reflect, you're choosing an event in your life that really impacted you, that you learned something from, okay? For the writing to analyze paper, what you're going to do is choose a short story, a novel if you have time to read it, and you're going to uh, give me a basic critical analysis of that particular short story. And what I'm going to do is post under the pages section a list of works that you may want to choose from. Okay, I'll give you a bibliography of some major literary works. Okay, But I'm also going to post model examples of uh, papers that were written in the past. Okay, so again, just like the writing to reflect paper is organized, you're going to organize the second paper in the same way. You're going to have a strong introduction with the thesis statement at the end. Okay, you're going to have the body of the paper which will support the points in the thesis, and you're going to have a strong conclusion. The only differences are content in terms of what you are writing about. Uh, whereas with the writing to reflect paper, you were talking about a personal experience. In the writing to analyze paper, you're going to focus on analyzing the chosen short story. Okay? And you're going to pick two, maybe three literary components that you can analyze. There is a literary terms list that I will post under the pages section that should help you understand what types of things you can analyze when you do 
this type of a paper. Okay, so in the writing the analyze paper, in your introduction, you're going to briefly summarize the author's life or the author's achievements, the author of your short story. You're also going to summarize the story or the novel that you chose. Summarize it briefly, all of this in the introduction. And then, of course, the last sentence will be your thesis statement. And you may use the first-person narrative. Here's an example. I enjoyed Kate Chopin's Story of an Hour because of her use of foreshadowing, comma, imagery, comma, and irony, period. What did I just do? I gave you three literary components about that particular short story that I'm going to analyze in the body of the paper. And keep this in mind, for every point in your thesis statement, you need to, in the paragraphs devoted to those points, you need to bring in quoted examples from the work you chose. That tells me that you really read the work. So you need to bring in quotations from the work itself as examples for each of the points that you're discussing. So make sure that you employ at least one directly quoted example from the work you chose to back up each of your thesis statement points. Okay, And as you'll see in the syllabus, this particular assignment will require that you incorporate what we call literary criticisms, okay? And what does that mean? I have scheduled a library session uh, where a librarian will, via Zoom, uh, talk to us about how to utilize the research tools in the library. Why? Because for your writing to analyze paper, you need at least two critical sources from either an academic journal, a peer-reviewed journal, or a book. So what are you doing? You're going to establish your own thesis statement, your own opinions in that thesis statement before you do your research. And then once you have established what you want to say about the story, you need to start doing your research and find at least two scholars who have written articles that basically back you up on what you're trying to say. In other words, find two scholars who agree with at least one of your thesis statement points. And you're going to quote from those two scholars somewhere in the body of that paper. So this is the first project that's going to require that you do some research. And that's the reason why I have a scheduled library session for later on this semester. And I'll talk in more detail about that. But keep in mind that in your first uh, week of readings, you need to also review what the editors are saying about MLA. For this course, you will write each paper based on MLA 8th edition format. Okay, and I heard that the ninth edition uh, is coming out soon. But for right now, just focus on MLA 
the 8th edition. So try to get your Norton field guides as soon as possible because that particular book is, is good. Why? Because it gives you a nice overview about writing techniques and the things that you should do in the early stages of pre-writing and how you should go about finding sources and documenting sources according to MLA. So make sure that you start looking at those sections in your Norton, okay? And of course, the persuasive paper, the third project, that also includes finding secondary sources, okay? But in the case of the persuasive paper, you're going to choose either Just Mercy by Brian Stevenson or the other Wes Moore by Wes Moore. You may choose one of those two and develop your persuasive paper, which in the end should have at least four to six secondary sources. And in that paper, you're going to organize it like the previous two papers. You're going to have strong introduction, but in this case, you're going to briefly talk about either Brian Stevenson or Wes Moore. Briefly talk about their background, their life. And you're going to briefly summarize what their works are about. Okay, And then, of course, your thesis statement will be a persuasive thesis statement. What you're going to do and I, again, I have examples under the pages section. You're going to focus on two, maybe three major components, overall themes in the chosen work that you really liked. And in the body of your paper, you're going to bring examples from the chosen work to help persuade us uh, as to what your point is. Um, how good those themes that you discovered really are. So this is, of course, based on your opinion. But the difference with this particular paper is that you're not necessarily doing a traditional literary analysis. You're going to talk about what we call sociological type topics. Okay, And once you have read these works, you'll know what I'm talking about. They're great works. But there's a lot of themes that are sociological. And what you would do is pick two, maybe three major themes that you found in the book. And you're going to develop a discussion of those themes. And your sources, your secondary sources, are not necessarily going to be literary uh, critical sources. They're going to be sources that come from sociological type journals, okay, that talk about issues related to poverty or crime, uh, racial discrimination, okay, and I'll talk in more detail about uh, what you need to do for the persuasive paper, but just know the difference between the writing to analyze project and the writing to persuade, okay. With the writing to analyze, you're doing a traditional literary analysis paper. With the writing to persuade, you're going to put even more thought into not just literary elements, but general themes that are related to sociology, okay? Sociological type 
themes. That's what you're going to focus the paper on. Uh, when you choose either Just Mercy or uh, the other Westmore. The Writing to Argue paper project, that's the shortest project. Um, that can be easily done because it's only two pages. And I'll talk in more detail about that a little bit later. But I, I think I've already said enough about it in the very beginning of this podcast. Uh, Two-page paper based on your side of a particular argument. It requires three sources. Two of the sources should back up your side of that particular argument. Third source should represent the opposition. Okay? All right. So, I think I've said enough in this introductory podcast. I wanted to just give you a brief overview of what to expect because this course is totally online. It's asynchronous. So, meetings will have to be conducted through WebEx. If you want to set up an appointment, uh, take a look at the times that I have set aside. And those appointments will be conducted via WebEx. So let me know uh, if you have any questions and want to set up an appointment, okay? Uh, You may contact me via email, okay? Uh, If you want to set up a Zoom meeting, let me know. Also, from time to time, I may set up uh, Zoom classes, Zoom meetings, to briefly discuss some things uh, outside of the audio podcast. So, I will send you, uh, ahead of time, the scheduled Zoom meeting period. If you cannot attend that Zoom meeting, okay, let me know, okay? But I encourage all of you to try to avail yourselves of any scheduled Zoom meetings, including the library session that's upcoming this this semester. Try to take time out of your schedules to attend those particular meetings because I will be sharing valuable information, going over some uh, helpful materials that should help all of you. Uh, in writing these papers. Okay? So, I think that's enough. I think I've talked a little bit too much, uh, more than what I expected to say. Uh, But suffice it to say, for week one, you're online. If you have any questions, email me. Okay? If you want to set up any appointments, We'll do it via Zoom or WebEx, okay? Preferably Zoom. But for week one, try to finish the first discussion forum, okay? Get that out of the way. Also, start reading the Norton Field Guide. And I want you to also review the materials that I have posted under the Pages section on Canvas. So, you need to look at the syllabus. You also need to review the assignments and the due dates. And you also need to look at all the supplemental materials that I have posted under Pages. Okay? Once you have done that, contact me if you have any 
any questions whatsoever, okay? But for right now, I'll sign off, and I hope that this turns out to be a non-eventful semester and successful semester for all of you. Unfortunately, we're still dealing with the pandemic. Now we have the Delta virus to worry about. So my course is totally online for that reason, okay? So I hope that all of you take precautions for your in-person classes because this is a serious thing, okay? And my discussion forums, my discussion uh, posts deal with not just your assigned readings, but also uh, events in life, um, current news events, okay? So make sure that you, you know, keep, keep noticing the news and stay up to date on what's happening around you because that could be the best material for writing these papers, all right? Again, my name is Dr. Reginald Watson. All of my contact information is on the syllabus, okay? Please email me if you have any questions whatsoever, okay? Have a good first week, and I'll talk to you soon.